Hello, this is Mina Fisher from the Grim Podcast of Perilous Adventure podcast. The podcast you're about to listen to is part of the Professional Casual Network. For more podcasts like this, visit professionalcasual.com. The Professional Casual Network has gear. Check out teespring.com slash store slash professional casual for fresh new swag. A huge shout out to our sponsor, beardeddragongames.online. Pick up all your local game store goodness from Magic the Gathering, Dungeons and Dragons, Pathfinder, or Wafurp 4th Edition, as well as terrain, paints, board games, comics, and more. Make sure to use code PROFESSIONALCASUAL at checkout for free domestic shipping or PCME10 for 10% off your total order at beardeddragongames.online. Also, a special thanks to Built Bar for sponsoring the show. To get 10% off your order and to help support the show, use code PROFESSIONALCASUAL at checkout or use the link in the show notes. True believers! True believers! Uh, it's us. We're here. It's, uh, the mic is unmuted. Yeah, you can hear us. What's going on? It's, uh, wait, did I roll a wild? Your Marvel Crisis Protocol Plavog. Plavog. Uh, I am your host this week, uh, Big Chuck in a Mask. Who are you? A.K.A. The guy that's borrowing Tim's computer. Um, I feel like Tim wouldn't be okay with that. Tim would not be okay with that. Tim's pretty protective of that computer. <laughs> as far, yeah. I think he owes a lot of money on it still. <laughs> um, but we are here to talk about some Marvel Crisis Protocol. Uh, as, as always, or as sometimes, or as most of the time, uh, we have Dan Cole here. Hey, it's been a, a minute. It's been a, it's been a while. It's been a few weeks. It's been but a while. <laughs> since I could. <laughs> Sorry. Talk about MCP. I had to. Um, Stained. I'm talking about MCP. Stained is actually a big MCP fan. Actually, a big wait. Did I roll a wild fan? Oh, um, thanks. Yep. So thank you, Stained. Um, him and uh, Fred Durst from Elite Eight Showdown get along very well. Right. Um, so they probably bond over all of the professional casual network shows. Oh, great. But this week, let's jump right into it. Talking about games played. I don't recall playing any games this week, so we can just move right on. Yeah, because Omega Red won. Omega Red did win. He did. He was great. Um, but Dan and I played on Monday on Oh Yeah, The Power Phase on Twitch.tv slash Professional Casual Network. We play that every Monday at 7 p.m. on the Twitch. Eastern Standard Time. Eastern Standard Time. Not to be confused with Easter Standard Time. No, that's for Easter Isle. That is for Easter Isle. For the statues to watch. But I played Cabal. I was like, what did you play? <laughs> uh, run by Sin. I had Crossbones uh, there as well. Mr. Sinister, who I was excited to try out as well as. I like him a lot. You know, a couple other characters. Cassandra Nova. Cassandra Nova. And Quicksilver. And Quicksilver. Hate fighting Quicksilver. <laughs> He's such a pain. <laughs> um, And you played. I played Criminal Syndicate. I actually played bad guys, which I don't usually do. I love Criminal dope. Syndicate. They are They're probably so my favorite affiliation. Um, so obviously I had Kingpin. Mm -hmm. And then he was backed up by Craven for the first time on the channel, yeah. which I really enjoyed. And Omega Red, mm -hmm. as was said. And then they had Lizard, because I like him a lot. Yeah. And I wanted to use him again after separation anxiety. He did work. And then who was my last one? Another big boy. Venom. Venom. I had two tentacle pull you around guys, and they were yeah. they were both really good. Um, beefy team. They're super beefy, super tanky. Yeah, lots of throws, but not a lot of throws happened. Uh, I 
don't I think there was one throw. I threw a car at somebody with Lizard. With Lizard. And um Mitch, our MC1 gamer in the Twitch chat, even banned like right out of the gate. Uh Cassandra <laughs> Nova's um I, I don't care about colliding with things. Shucks. Power. Um but she banned the other one that he did first, and then you whined about it enough that he changed it. Uh yes. <laughs> yep. And I'm glad I did. <laughs> yeah, that worked really well for you. But um, a lot of super cool stuff that happened in that game. Uh, I wanted to try to use the cloning banks uh, tactics card. Got a handful of points on it, but I did not want you to use the cloning banks. Though. Right, because Hydra Bob was going to come in without a loaded token. Uh, <laughs> I mean, they wouldn't have done anything, but he would have been there. Yeah, he would have been even harder to take out. Um, but so when we talked about that tactics card initially. I was like, this is going to happen every time. You're always going to be grabbing a two or a three at least. Like, this is going to be a constant, ever-present threat. It's actually pretty difficult to get that stuff on there. Especially Grand- when Craven punches, stabs you a bunch and dazes you yeah. round two. Yep, in round two when uh, when Sinister goes from full to nothing because he has no idea what success... He took one damage in round one, I think. Did he? Craven threw a spear at you and then jumped in your face. Oh, that's fair. He did one whole damage. That's and the next fair. round just unleashed... Uh, big important uh, tactic that I would employ when you are playing Mr. Sinister. Uh, roll defensive successes. <laughs> it helps him stay on the table. Yes. Um, but yeah, and him having a whole bunch of power doesn't really do a whole lot for him. He, he's really kind of completely based off of getting those uh, genetic samples or those DNA samples or whatever. Like they are so huge. And while I was initially like, oh, you get three around, you'll put them on there. You'll be able to pull someone out pretty reliably. Not the case. You really need those to keep him alive because he has no re-rolls. Uh, you're pretty much relying on those to take just flat damage off of him. Yeah, that's super useful. And it's just like, I'm going to reduce the damage by getting rid of these things. I, I That cloning banks card seems so neat. Yeah. But if you talk about all the time, I feel like it's a trap because he needs the like his character's literally built around those genetic samples. Yeah. He needs to use them throughout the game. So banking them on something that has nothing to do with Sinister himself yep. is really handicapping him. No, and granted, uh the way that game went, we were both probably being a little bit more aggressive than we intended to be because mm. neither of us knew how to roll a critical oh, on the ridiculous. The the Cree they're trying to get the Cree power core out of the yes. rubble. It was the alien ship crash lands. Did not get flipped over until round three was, or four. It was round three, yeah. It was, it was late after several rolls of we, both of us just running to the middle, searching for that Cree power core okay. and just not being able to find it. We figured we had to have rolled at least 20 dice before we finally got that crit. Yep. You know, think sure. about we there, there was like 10, 11 power used to f- try to flip that. Yeah. <laughs> It was ridiculous. And then once we got it, it kept going back and forth. Yeah. We had the power core. It was it was a it was a typical game for us in that it was super close mm-hmm. and it was real bloody. Like yeah. You had two characters left. They were both dazed mm-hmm. at the end. And I had four of my five characters left and three of them were injured. Yeah. It was. Uh, the old, uh, yeah. The blood sauna, I think, is what some people call it. Blood sauna? The blood sauna. But. At the end of the day, you squeaked her out. We didn't actually get to 16, Whew. but we finished round six, which I think also for the channel, just in general, we rarely get to finishing a game not based off of points, actually going the full um, 
round per round. Right. Well, having those four points not scored from the power core yeah. really changed that a lot. Yeah, the first... If that has shown up turn one, it probably wouldn't have gone Correct. To, to round six. Well, in those first two rounds, too, I think we ended round two like three to four or something. Like it was incredibly yeah. low scoring. Yeah. Um, but overall, anyone you were super happy with well, or would... disappointed in? No, they were all great. Everybody did work. Craven was the only one to get KO'd on my side. Yeah. Because you went after him hard after he turned around two. He just murked sinister. Yeah. And you're like, that dude needs to go down. Being able to roll that many dice for no power mm-hmm. is so good. Yeah. I was when I first read Craven's card, it was like, well, he seems decent for a three, like compared to Lizard in the same box, he seemed a little overshadowed. Yeah. Because Lizard is, is like one of the best threes. Mm-hmm. But you know, when he's when Craven's in place, he gets, you know, being able to move and attack for no power with his spear thrust. And then the next turn being in range to Kukri strike followed by a spear thrust and just throw tons of dice. Right. Again, for no power mm-hmm. was so great. But then like Lizard moved all over the table. Yeah. You know, almost all my characters had a range three attack. I didn't have anything more than that, but they all had for, for no power. I had range three attacks. So I had a lot of threat range without spending power. So I could use that power on trying to pick up objectives mm-hmm. or doing other superpowers that gave me some other kind of boosts. Um, even Kingpin didn't do a lot, but he did enough. He when when he needed to roll, he did. Like he he performed important tasks, but he certainly wasn't overwhelming in the way that Kingpin normally would be. Right. Um, yeah, I think he rolled two attacks the whole game. Yeah. Yep. But I one of them so. finished off Cassandra Nova, who had the power core and yep. all sorts of other stuff going on, and I think the other one would just nicked somebody towards. Yeah, the it was a bad roll. I think I tried to. I, Tried to cane laser maybe Quicksilver or something. Maybe he capped Sinister, I think, too. Maybe, maybe no, he was, was gone by then. I think okay. Lizard finished off Sinister. I, he shot Quicksilver and you blocked it all because you got to re-roll the dice. Yes, that's right. But it was his leadership ability really came in clutch where I actually used the first part of it and yeah. moved the Kree power core from Venom, who had like one wound left at that point, to Kingpin, who was at full. Mm-hmm. You took him down that turn, but... You had to put a lot into taking. I had to put a lot more into him than I would have had to put into Venom, which was very annoying and very game changing. It was Um, definitely the first time I'd used that part of the leadership. And I think it was one of my better moves during the game. Absolutely. (laughs) I I think I'm getting better. (laughs) Um, The one thing that I expected to be a bigger issue for me and specifically Quicksilver was Craven's um, I deny you wall crawling ability. Oh, because I did that to Quicksilver. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, I can just stand here and attack twice and it's fine like as right. long as i don't finish in advance like it doesn't matter at all i was going to ask you were you planning on moving quicksilver that turn when he did get the i forgot what it's called on craven's card yeah i was probably planning on moving him to your back line to grab that um objective so even though it didn't end up doing any damage to quicksilver it changed oh yeah what you were going to do uh, because, corner of the beast that's what it is i had already done some extra damage to him that i probably shouldn't have with um Mr. Sinister's ideal damage to everyone around me and and get some DNA samples. So I didn't want him to take two more additional damage just getting back to that back line. Right. But it ended up working out for him in that particular scenario. But I was certainly like, ah, crap, I got to keep Quicksilver away from Craven because that's like his whole deal. But the fact that it's (laughs) it's there, it's a deterrent. It's going to force you to make other choices potentially. 
but it could also be wasted power. And well, he's now he's just going to punch me twice. And then you got almost have to like be aware of that of, well, this might, this might counter in that Quicksilver or Spider-Man are just going to attack me twice instead of actually try to move away or, or go to an objective or something. Right. And he's not, Craven is kind of a glass cannon. He hits relatively hard for four, for he's three average, threat. right? He's threes across the board, but that elixir of Calypso does help where he gets to yeah. roll one attack and defense roll die in his rolls, which I think I forgot in his very first attack, but remember the rest of the time, which yeah. isn't bad. It's a reroll is a reroll. It's great. Yeah. You know? Yep. Especially when it's always present. You know what I mean? Is that, and is that on uh, dodge rolls as well or only attacks and defenses? Uh, attack or defense rolls. Okay. Still. So I still yeah. solid on a three. Yeah, a reroll we'll all the time. Yeah. Um, that said, let's move into <gasps> some news. So we got an absolute ton of news over the last like week and a half. Um, a lot of cards, a lot of tactics cards, and um, the first half of the convocation affiliation ability. That's so different. So this is actually super cool. So effectively, you don't have a leader or you choose a leader when it comes out. Is that effectively kind of how it works? When you uh, so, normally so, take an active leadership ability, choose a convocation character to play this card and place it within with one of the sides face up in your play area. Right. And that character then becomes the leader. Yes. Okay. Yes. The character that played this card has the leadership ability showing on the face up side. So yeah, that character becomes the leader. So anybody with the convocation that's going to be on the convocation affiliation, we don't know exactly who yet. And we right. have some idea, of course, but we know Doctor Strange, S Sorcerer Supreme. Yep. We don't know. I don't think I, I doubt the other Doctor Strange will also be on there. That'd be kind of weird, but maybe. I mean, I feel like it'll at least be the people in the picture of the post that they put up with that, where it'll be right. the ancient one, Cleo, Wong, uh, Mordo, uh, Dr. Voodoo, and then the new Strange. Or at least they included Wong on this one. Right. <laughs> people are real upset he's not on Midnight Suns. Oh, fair. Is he not? No. I mean... People are real upset because apparently he was a leader of the Midnight Suns at one point, and he's like a regular member of that team. Oh. But he's not on that list for whatever reason. I mean, uh. granted, that could change between now and, and when those models actually come out in the U.S. in 2024. So, <laughs> But uh, the actual uh, affiliation uh, ability for that side of the card, because we're waiting for the other side to drop where there will be mm -hmm. an additional uh, level of that. But when the allied character makes a mystic attack against a character without an activated token, it may re-roll one of its attack dice. Yeah. When an allied character without an activated token makes a defense roll, it may re-roll one of its defense dice. So it's like, it's it's not bad. No. It's pretty good. Rerolls are nice. But it's, it's quite specific. Yeah. But it's still not bad. Yeah, it's like half of, yeah, it's weird comparing it to like the X-Force ability, but that's only on attacks, right? It's like super specific X-Force. X-Force is you re-roll one attack die. Yeah. But this one is only with a mystic attack. But so far, what we've seen in Convocation is almost all mystic anyway. Right. I think might be only mystic. But also long. only if you don't have an activated token yet or a, it, there's a lot going on there. Yeah, there, there's a lot of limitations to it, but that's only half of it. So you can flip it. For one power. Yeah, so the leader has to spend one power during the power phase to flip it to the other side. Mm -hmm. We don't know what the other side has yet. I guess I wouldn't be shocked if it's the same thing, but unactivated. But 
I hope it's not that. I, I also hope simple. it's not that. Because then that's pretty underwhelming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's still better than Guardians. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I mean, night and day better. Yeah, Wong doesn't have a mystic attack. I didn't think he did. He only has a physical strike. So. Well, that's why he's not on the Midnight Suns. you got to have a mystic attack to be on the Midnight Suns. But Moon Knight? Moon Knight is a mystic. <laughs> oh, wait, he does. His, I think his Khonshu. Uh, the attack. Avatar of Khonshu or yeah, whatever. Yeah, that is yeah. mystic, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Blade Sword is a mystic attack. So. Yeah, his mystic katana. Uh, the other character, or, or I guess the first character we'll talk about this week, too, is one I'm super pumped for. I'm super excited about. I love the model. I love the character. Uh, is the hood. Have you been this excited about a character so far? I was pretty stoked for Deadpool, Cyclops. Um, Hood certainly isn't at Wiccan range for me, but uh, character he's up that there. we have, yeah, that we know is coming. I'm sure we'll get Wiccan someday, especially with how big he is right now. Correct. Uh, with him and Hulkling being like in charge of entire empires in space. Yeah, it's kind of a big deal. Um, yeah, I'm I'm really excited for him. Certainly, pr- I don't know. I guess I'm trying to think of someone I was more excited about than him. Oh, Bullseye. <laughs> especially with how he performed for you in the infinity war yeah he was like your mvp how he performs for me every time i put him on the table like he's just he's he's my absolute workhorse for me and apparently no one else that ever plays this game oh but hood looks cool he's got interesting stuff going on he does so he's not quite what i was expecting but uh he has a three threat five health medium movement size two 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 three as far as defenses, which I don't Ugh. like at all. Ugh. I hate that. That's brutal. As we saw in our game earlier this week, having a two physical de- defense is terrifying. Yeah. Um, Because. Slap incinerate on him. Yeah. Straight out of um, yeah. MC1 Gamers trash. Uh, <laughs> Cassandra Nova just got her face beat. Yeah. Uh, I was happy to have physical attacks, attacks against her because it was like, she needs to go down. Um. So his first attack is called Hex Shot. Range three, uh, four strength, rapid fire on a hit. After the attack is resolved, a character gains one power. This is super standard. We've seen this one a handful of times. Granted, it's Mystic, which makes it a little bit better, um, but but pretty straightforward there. His second attack, or his spender, Dark Lightning. Range three, strength six, three power. On a wild, it has the arc ability where after the attack is resolved, you choose a number of other enemy characters within range three of the target equal to or less than the number of wilds in the attack roll. Those characters suffer one damage. That is awesome as hell. I love that. I really like that it's as many you hit as many characters as wilds you roll. Yes. I love that. That's very thematic where, you know, his force lightning can be. Yeah. Better or whatever. Or I could not do anything. Just hit one person, which still strength six range three for three power is pretty basic for for a level for a three threat. Like that's pretty standard. Yeah, I like it. And regardless of whether you roll a wild or not, or if you do damage or not, uh, after the attacks resolve, the target character gains the shock special condition. Um, It's a little disappointing that the uh, the people that I get arcs to doesn't also get that. But I think that would just make it too good. Yeah, because it's uncapped with that wild. um, That's super fair. Uh, It'd be it'd be so much cooler if it did. But I'm shock. I'm all right with it. Shock is also one of those statuses that I always think is better than it is. Mm. It seems like every time typically we even forget it. Yeah. And then like. It just doesn't seem to ever do as much as I want it to. 
Yeah. Because when it fir- when when we first got Shock, I think Thor was the first character that had Shock. It was like, oh, this is awesome. Fewer dan- attack dice. It's yeah. so good. And then it's just kind of like, eh, it doesn't. It's not huge, but it's good. It's all relative, right? So if it's going to take out a quarter of their damage potential, like if you're putting it on a Mystique or something like that, that needs uh, to use a builder that only has four strength or on, yes. on Bullseye even, yeah. you're taking out a quarter of their efficiency. Um, granted, there's more successes on an attack die than a defense die, for instance, That's right. which is why Incinerate is so devastating. Yes. It's already more difficult to roll successful defenses in addition to normally having fewer defense dice than the attacker has attack dice. So it's kind of right. like it's really triple dipped there. But I like shock a lot, um, especially when it's just kind of a bonus like that. Yeah. I don't want to have to spend power to throw a hammer when I should be beating someone's face, staggering them and throwing them to put shock on like with Thor. Yeah. But when it's a bonus just for doing damage to the main target, which is really not the intent of that attack anyway, True. it's awesome. Yeah. I was shocked. I like it. I just feel like it never does as much as I want it to. Yeah. Like bleed. Bleed is so either it does seems to do nothing or it t- takes them out and, mm-hmm. and it, it's great. Um, so the fact that you just get shock here, I like it. Yeah. If we remember to roll one fewer die. Correct. That, yeah, that's a huge <laughs> part of it, too. And back to bleed real quick. I feel like we super undervalued that when it first when uh, MCP was was very fresh because it was really the only status effect that anyone had. It was like that and stun. Yeah. And, and we were always trying to just kill people. Yeah. So like it was like, why would I put bleed on? I either killed them or I didn't. <laughs> but now that we've played it a lot more, I do feel bleed is a lot stronger than I initially gave it credit for for a number of reasons. The big one being you put that on the opponent to decide whether they are going to shake it mm-hmm. or chance continuing to have it on. Shock, for the most part, I probably won't shake it. No. Stun, eh, maybe, probably. Depends Stun. on the character. If they're yeah. power hungry, yeah, maybe. But like bleed on Monday's game, when I got bleed on Cassandra Nova, mm-hmm. like I think she was, might be the only one ever actually got bleed. That was huge because it just nullified her healing factor. Yep. And you were just like, well, I'm not going to shake it because I'm not actually going to take damage. I needed I just those. heal. Yeah, I needed those. Um those activations on her because she was alone on her side of the board with a bunch of other people at some points. And it was like, well, I need to be doing stuff. I either need to be getting away and out of dodge Mm -hmm. or throwing out as much as I can to move you guys away. So it absolutely worked there. I do love how status status effects really hurt higher threat characters more. Yeah. Cause like bleed on bullseye at three threat is kind of like as the MVP of the game, huge impediment massive but like on something you know it, so higher threat characters have more stamina anyway so bleed doesn't affect them as bad in that way but other things like stun you throw that on an asgardian and they're like well i gotta get rid of this right <laughs> um dark cow in the chat says uh forget these characters no one cares knows or cares about they need to get the fantastic four in the game oh that's such a good comment for you it's that that is very hurtful. <laughs> uh, I'm ex- I really want Fantastic Four as well. I, I'm super pumped for that, mostly because that means we'll get Doom. I really want Dr. Doom. I am stoked for Doom. I am excited for no one else in the Fantastic Four. Um, Not Mole Man. OK, yeah, Mole Man. Yes, because what if I'm, we get I'm, Moloids? If we get Mole Man, I will be having Chuck <laughs> <laughs> paint him as Danny DeVito from Always Sunny. <laughs> So just call him Frank all the time. Yeah. I want a medium based swarm of moloids. 
Like uh, <laughs> not a single moloid. I want a bunch of them. What's the nerglings or whatever? Kind of like that. Like they're <laughs> yeah, all just pile on exactly. each other. Our first swarm. They'll have a new rule of being a swarm. Yeah. All right. We were sorry. We're talking about hood. So we got superpowers too. So yeah, black arts. This is three power. Choose another allied character within range three of this character. The chosen character may remove up to three damage. If it does, though, the chosen character gains the bleed special I condition. Love it. The character may be affected by the superpower only once per round. Awesome. If he has a bunch of power on it, he can use it on multiple people. Mm-hmm. Great for people that are immune, immune to bleed. Oh, fantastic. Uh, Luke, Luke Cage. Cage. Yep. Is awesome on that. Other- and that's a heavy heal. Three for three. Great throughput. That's what you want his power for mm-hmm. uh, on this side for sure. Black Arts is really good. And then we, we just said a bleed isn't that big of a deal. If you're healing three for them to take one after their activation every, any day of the week. Yes. Yeah. That sounds awesome. Yep. Um, I love anything that heals in this game because they're, they're few and far between. Him on Asgardians, too, when you can just shake that. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, I want to try that. For three threat, too. He's an easy toss in, Good especially ball. when you have a whole ton of really big heavy hitters. That's he'll be kind of in the back just being like pew pew with his magic right. guns and then be like, hey, heal. And then he's like, in a his guns aren't magic. They're magic guns. I made that very clear before. His guns aren't magic. They're a prop. The guns themselves aren't magic, but he's he's shooting magic guns. He's making them magic himself. No, he is shooting magic. There just happens to also. No, there just also happens to be gun in his hands while he's doing it. (laughs) I'm just gonna keep calling them magic guns, though. So his next ability (laughs) is a reactive, the invisibility cloak, two power. When this character is targeted by an attack or would make a dodge roll, you may Mm. use this superpower. This character uses its mystic defense to defend or dodge. During this defense or dodge, this character can add blanks in its role to its total successes. So thank goodness. This should not cost power. This should just be free. Or one, two. This is super underwhelming for two, I think. It is. Adding blanks is nice, but you're rolling three dice. Yes. Like it's and you're going from two to three. Yeah, I don't this this is where this character starts to make me go, what? Just because like the two two three. If it was two two four, mm-hmm. yeah, I could see paying two. Absolutely power changes it like massively, in my opinion. But like, like you've been talking, like you're one hundred fifty percent dice you're rolling, mm-hmm. right? You're increasing it from two to three. It doesn't seem like a lot, but you think about it mathematically, that's quite a bit better. But you're only talking about potentially one to two f- more damage you're going to block if yeah. you get lucky and roll a crit with that extra die. Mm-hmm. I do like that it also adds blanks to successes, but st- it does increase dice. that significantly though. Because there's two blanks on a die. Right. So if you're then counting the block, the wild, the crit, and then two blanks, odds are pretty good that that will, in fact, roll into a a successful block. But still, it's a little underwhelming. And you have to use it when you're targeted. Mm -hmm. So, like, you don't even get to see how much damage there is first. So you're going to spend two power to get one more die, add blanks, then your opponent rolls one or no damage and yep. you're like well there goes my two power that i want to use on things like black arts or we'll see later yep um so i yeah i don't like invisibility cloak that much i think it's underwhelming for two if it was one i'd be more okay with it for sure yeah i don't know how that would work for unless it worked more like mysterio or enchantress where the enemy had to pay one power to not have him roll yeah mystic now well, it seems super easy to get around and it's not that much of a boost. Correct. That and granted, his spender is pretty inexpensive. Yeah. The only other thing that he's doing is a very uh cost effective heal. Um mm. 
I, I can see it, but I don't know. I'm just not not super thrilled with it. Based on this side, he reads as more of a support piece with a pretty good spender. Yep. But he's got one more power. He does. Uh, so his innate is possessed by Nisanti. Uh, when this character is damaged by an enemy effect, after the effect is resolved, this character may transform into the hood possessed. Oh, it is a may. He doesn't have to. Yes. Okay, that's big. So you are, you, it is a may over, it is a forced back. Right, okay. Um, if this character would be dazed before being dazed, it transforms into the hood possessed. Then it's dazed. So that's the one you don't get a choice. If he's dazed, boom, he becomes possessed. And this is where he starts to really shine and is different. I like this side a lot. Very different from the other side. I always felt like when he shifted to his possessed form, his name should go from Parker Robbins to Robin Parker. And they never did it. Mm. They ignored all my letters. That seems like a missed opportunity. It is a massive missed opportunity. Here's the good news. Mm -hmm. it, when you use him in game, you can just do that anyway. Oh, yeah. I've already bought in, uh, a little yellow thing of tape for my label maker. So I can put Robin Parker under a hood possessed. Is it still going to be Robin with two B's or Robin with one B for his for when he flips his name? You know what? It, it will be Robin with two B's and Parker will turn to Parker's. <laughs> I like it. Robin Parker's. So same stats across the board on his flip side. Five medium, two size, three threat. Obviously, his threat doesn't change just when he flips. <laughs> but uh, two, two, three is defensive still. And he gets a lot more aggressive. So mm. he gets a charge at two power. Nice. And with that charge, he can use two new attacks. Razor Talons, which is range two, strength six, no uh, power cost. After the attack's resolved, he gains power equal to the damage dealt. Bleed on a wild. But if he dazes or KOs a character with this attack, he is forced to transform back into his normal version. So you might want to be careful with this. Or if you want to transform him back... You can do this to like plink somebody off. It's also important to note this is his only physical attack. Yes. He doesn't have magic claws, just magic guns. Right. Yeah. And he can't have claws that are made out of blades sword. <laughs> well, I don't get that one. I don't but, get why it's Mystic. Um, it's a monster hunting sword. I kind of get it. Yeah, like, it kind of makes sense, but I, I kind of rather be physical. Yeah. I don't know. Whatever. We're not talking about Blade right now. We're talking about Hood Possessed. Uh, then he's got Empowered Dark Lightning. Yeah. So this, so this one really beefy. Oof. Range three, strength eight. Only one more power than the regular Dark Lightning version. At For four. two more dice and a better arc because it's Empowered Arc. Yes, it is. <laughs> so this on a wild uh, has the Empowered Arc where after the attack is resolved, same thing as before. For every wild rolled, you get to target another character within range three of the target. Except this time you do two damage to it instead of one. Yeah, really good. That is awesome as hell. That is super good. Two damage, just two flat damage. I, I I hate when I'm on the receiving end. Yes. This is super good. And again, it's the same. It's a number of characters equal to the wild roll, right? I wasn't yep. listening. <laughs> yeah. Super good. Um, equal to or less. You can choose to do fewer if you really wanted to. Yeah, if you really If Hydra Bob is over there and he hasn't activated yet, and you're like, well, I don't want to flip him now because I want him gone next round. I don't want to hit She-Hulk so she gets closer to me. Uh, that also super <laughs> true. I don't think that would trigger aggressive. Isn't it just damage by is an it, enemy is attack? Is it really any... That's an enemy effect, not an enemy attack. I'm going to look up an MCPDB. Oh, that's a really quick. good question, whether that would count 
as being damaged from an attack because it is from an attack, but I don't know. But everyone gains shock, and after the attack is resolved, the character transforms back into the normal version of the hood. Doesn't trigger Gamma Transfusion after an attack targeting this character is resolved. There we go. So she can get hit by the arc lightning and not jump closer to you. Perfect. Phew. I was scared. And then we have the new best invulnerability in the game, Demonic Resilience. When the character suffers damage from an enemy effect, reduce the amount suffered by two. Oh, reduce by two. To a minimum of one. That's so, uh, he so the this, defenses here start to make a little more sense. Yeah. On this side, mm -hmm. I don't understand why he's still not three, three, three on the first side, but whatever reduced by two is huge. It's like, okay, I finally got some damage through. Yeah. No, nope, it's one. Almost every time he's going to take one damage at a time. Mm -hmm. Like how often, like, unless you really spike and roll six, seven damage, and then he flubs his two dice defense, you're going to be doing one damage most of the time against the possessed side. Yep which I, I love super makes him much more tanky than he first looks. Yes. Yes, it does. And that that kind of balanced it out when I first read. I was like, two, two, three. That sucks. That's really bad. Yeah. But he can heal himself. You kind of get to choose for the most part when you when you ship to the possessed form and back. Um, he can't heal himself. But. Well, he can when he flips back. Choose another allied character. That's dumb. The, character. the hood is dumb. This is a stupid <laughs> character made for stupid people. I knew that was going to get you. Oh, that that's that's. Yeah, he can't heal himself with dark. I forget what it's called already. I just went off that tab. Black arts. I was close. Yeah. Yeah. So. He reduces damage by two on the possessed side. So that part's good. This is why he's a three. This is why he's right? a three. I want I want him to be a four. I want three, three, four for those defenses. Maybe a little bit more health, six and six or six and seven even. Um, yeah, five and five is meh. He just he could have been so awesome. And and he's kind of a. It's kind of like Storm to a lesser extent where yeah. everybody was like, is she going to be a five or a six? Like, how awesome is she going to be? Mm -hmm. And then they're like three. And we're all like, wait, what? Yeah. It's early Storm. We haven't. She's not well, powered up. But to be hood, fair, Hood also an Omega level mutant. Right, but Bullseye, Omega Level Mutant, Goddamn. Star Lord. Does Hood have? I don't know enough about Hood. D does he have different parts of his career where he's really changed how he does things? Because I'm like with Storm, we could totally get like a Mohawk Storm where she's way better, or like Region of Mars Storm. He had an Affinity Gem at one point, so the fact that he's not a gem bearer when he would be one of the few gem bearers out there that could have had that listed on here right kind of a lost opportunity the gym bears are seem very much more inspired by mcu than yes. comics though because drax absolutely should be a bearer of the power gem because mm -hmm. in the comics he wore that red gem on his forehead yep. for years in infinity the reality gem in the comics no. power was red <laughs> yeah <laughs> i don't know why they changed it for the movie because uh, red for reality and i guess the alliterative yeah effect. that's the only one i know in comics anymore because i know drax had that and they all wore them on their forehead yeah and like adam warlock i think he had the green one or maybe that was moon dragon I think he, doesn't matter yeah <laughs> i don't like so yeah if you had one in the comics obviously it doesn't translate to the game as much reached <laughs> his last ability uh his second innate oof. mystic vulnerability oof while defending against a mystic attack, this character does not add additional dice to its defenses as a result of a critical. Ugh. 
If this character is damaged by a mystic attack, after the attack is resolved, he transforms back into the hood normal. Mm -hmm. If this character would be dazed by a mystic attack, super key here. If this character would be dazed by a mystic attack before being dazed, it transforms into the hood normal and then it's dazed. So he does not transform if he is dazed by a physical or energy attack. Right. Only mystic, mm -hmm. which is well, because he can change himself back by dazing somebody with razor talons or just doing or just empowered dark empowered lightning. lightning. So you get more control over changing him back. You really have a, a decent amount of control here. Obviously, yeah. the uh, your opponent can kind of dictate when he changes mm -hmm. by doing specific things if they know him well enough. But I think well, my first reading was like, he's going to be flipping back and forth all the time. But it, it seems like the player, the Hood's player character, player has more control over it than I first thought. Yeah. Um, I was reading uh, across the Bifrost's uh, first impressions of this the other day. And he was saying he's pretty sure this is the first completely negative innate ability. Mm -hmm. There's nothing positive in Mystic Vulnerability. Correct. Which is odd that they didn't change his defenses. If right. he's vulnerable to Mystic, why is he not 332 or like 432? 332 like I would have been fine with. Yeah. Like that makes sense. It fits. Um but yeah, overall, I like him a lot. And because he's a three instead of a four, I feel like I can throw him into more stuff. I'm definitely gonna try him out. That heal, he seems neat. That heal means I feel like we're going to see him in a lot more than I think the initial reaction is. Because that heal's awesome. It's better than Wong's heal, isn't it? Well, Wong's heal is near garbage. Yeah, it's one for two. Uh, it's not as good as Strange's, which is two for three. And then, oh, Groot's is only a self-heal anyway. Yeah, but that's also two for three, so the throughput there is very good. Wong's is one... One for two. Oh, but it costs an action. Yeah. That's what it is with Wong. He spends one power to heal two. But I think he's rad. Uh, I'm excited to use him. Granted, I wish he was a little bit better, but, you know, I can't have all the nice things. Yeah, and I think he's fine for a three. Yeah. I'm a little disappointed he his defenses don't change when he transforms, but I think he's got a lot going for him. I think he's really different and out there and he's going to play very differently than any characters we especially that we currently have and oh he's cool and he looks awesome too the, the yes. possessed model especially looks amazing and in in the chat to um mc1 gamer mentioned that hood has never really been a huge threat in the marvel universe he fits really well at a threat three mm -hmm. so whether they kind of tuned him down a little bit um to fit that three uh, mechanic wise or or balance wise he is with Luke Cage and Iron Fist and the people yeah. that are kind of at his power bracket. So Storm. that is super fair. Storm. Yep. All the other Omega level mutants like uh, <laughs> Baron Zemo, <laughs> Crossbones and Iron Man. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I like it. I'm going to play it. Oh, yeah. I don't think I've actually pre-ordered it yet, but I'm going to. Yeah, I need to get beta dragon games online. I need to get over there and do that as well. Um, I mean, I don't think they're coming out until October, so we got time. True. In the U.S. at least. That is when they are places. slated for, at least, that we've seen. But we'll, we'll figure that out. And then let's move on to the gentleman with a card with just as much going on, but with eight times the amount of words. Oh, my gosh. The, yeah, Dr. Voodoo. 
I, I mean, when we saw Brother Voodoo on, uh, well, I thought it was Brother Voodoo on a tactics card forever ago. I was yeah. like, okay, cool. I, I've heard of this character. I don't really know much about him. That's kind of neat. He looks awesome. Yeah, he looks. He looks really cool. He, he looks, looks like your kind of character. He absolutely is. So we'll go over this. Jericho Drum, Dr. Voodoo himself. Great name. It really is. Great name. Six health, medium movement, size two, four threat. Four. Two, 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 four for defenses. Seems familiar. It does. <laughs> Better least, mystic. Or at least, yes, he's, he's a little bit more mystic than the hood uh, because the hood is weighed down by using those prop guns. Uh, Dr. Voodoo does not feel the need to use guns that don't do anything. His first attack, <laughs> what? range three, <laughs> strength five. It's his basic builder, gains power equal to the damage dealt, also has sap power on a wild. Uh, Spirit Venom is what it's called. Pretty basic mystic builder we've seen a hundred times. Yep. In addition to that, his spender for three power, it's only range two, but strength seven, the Staff of Legba. I like this one a lot. This one is baller as all hell. On a wild that has power burn, before damage is dealt, the target character loses one power for each wild in the attack roll. The target character then suffers one damage for each power lost in this way and does not gain damage or power equal to the damage suffered as a result of power burn. This I is love this. so good. Flat damage, no defense roll for every wild you roll on a seven strength attack. Yeah. <sighs> I am all about it. With seven dice, you're bound. You should get at least one. Yeah. I mean, mathematically, you could... There's eight sides, but you know what I mean. Right. You're probably going to get at least one wild You should here. be doing, yeah, absolutely automatic damage. You could get this. lucky and get two or three, mm -hmm. and then you're probably dazing somebody because you're also getting damage from your crits and in your hits anyway. Yep. Uh, I love power burn. I think this is really good for three power. It is it's very mitigated good for three by power. being only range two. Yes, it is. It needs to get close for this. Um, the thing that I really like about this is assuming that you're rolling on average a one of uh for for wilds in that role um that's not getting mitigated by invulnerability it is yeah. its own separate damage source and because those things are to a minimum of one mm -hmm. uh it gets it gets right through granted you roll a ton yeah it's going to get mitigated a little bit because it is still part of an enemy effect i guess i don't know how that interacts i'll have to double check that one but i like this one because not only are you you're knocking power off of them they're taking damage for that and then you're just regular damage from a strength seven attack, which is pretty good. Yes. Um, and then moving into his super, super, super wordy abilities. Oh, he's got so, so much text. We're going to jump to the bottom of the card first for the Spear of Brother Daniel, because this is kind of a, where a lot of the other stuff is based around. Yeah. This character begins the game with the Brother Daniel token, which means if you bring him in with Mr. Sinister... No Brother Daniel token. Right. So, it's like loaded. Right. I need to put an order in now. I'm going to make a custom token from Kago 2 and yeah. Etsy with just my face. For the Brother, Brother Daniel. Daniel token? <laughs> I like that. I mean, I, I, he's supposed to be, he's dead, so it's kind of like, eh, it's kind of weird, but yeah. that would be really funny to me, especially if I'm playing Charlene and to put this token on one of his characters. I have to look so, at my face. So what we need is a 3D printable <laughs> model that wraps around characters. That is Dan, but clear. Like giving him a hug? 
Yeah. Well, so like bro, <laughs> uh, Brother Daniel is like the, the thing that he uses to possess people. So you always see it as Brother Daniel, like coming out like all um, Scooby Dooey. So if we can get an STL file of you as a ghost that you can actually like wrap around people, that'd be baller. <sighs> yes. But Patreon goal. <laughs> well, this character has this token. He adds two dice to all of its defense and dodge rolls. Oh, four, four, six, four, four, six. <laughs> During the power phase, you may move the token from anywhere to this character. So you can start each round effectively with it back on Dr. Voodoo. Hmm. Whenever a character is dazed or KO'd while it has the Brother Daniel token, move the token back to this character. Hmm. This character cannot have a Brother Daniel token except the one it begins the game with. So like, even if there was a way. So if your opponent also had Dr. Voodoo, you can't get that Brother Daniel token. So even if you bring in Dr. Voodoo with Mr. Sinister and there is an enemy Dr. Voodoo on the other team. That enemy, Dr. Voodoo, can never put his brother Daniel token on your cloned Dr. Voodoo. Okay. Because this character cannot have a brother Daniel token except for the one it began the game with. Right. So that means enemy brother Voodoo's, Dr. Voodoo's can't put their brother Daniel tokens on you. Right. Because you did not start with it. Yeah. So mirror matches are very different. Well, even without the cloning banks thing, you just... Right. You can't get someone else's brother Daniel. I'm just saying, brother. like, even even <laughs> if you wanted to bring him in as a cooling bank, there's still no way. Uh, uh, when this character is removed from the battlefield, remove the brother Daniel token from the game as well. Whenever this character rolls dice, after this effect is resolved, it gains one power if it rolled at least one failure. And this is interesting. I think they this is set in this last line. There's a space. Mm -hmm. So he doesn't have to have the Brother Daniel token for this bonus. Correct. I think they just ran out of space on the card to make that a separate superpower. Also, before we move too further on, um, Hood should have flight. Yeah, he can yeah, fly. He can fly. Typically. Yeah. That's odd. That's odd. Actually, normally he used to jump around kind of like Mordu does in the movie, like off, oh. of, off of things. He could like double, triple jump. I tried to say weird and odd at the same time, so it came out wad. Yeah. That's wad. This cannon. Now we're going to start using that. <laughs> uh, as far as his other innates, he has flight and immunity to hex, which is super cool, and incinerate. So for someone that can go to four, four, six for defenses, not being able to put incinerate on that bad boy, ooh, he's a tanky boy. He is a tanky boy with six, six for health. Right? Is he six, six? Yeah, he's six, six. So almost tanky as lizard. Almost. <laughs> Almost as tanky as Lizard with inert to pain from a symbiote. <laughs> so as far as his active superpowers, he has possession. This character may spend any amount of power to use a superpower. Choose an enemy character within range three with a threat value equal to or lower than the amount of power spent to use the superpower. Mm. Why you would want to spend more on... Right. <laughs> equal to or lower? Okay. But you have the ability. I'm going to put it on Bob. I'm going to spend five power. <laughs> Just bleed, bleed myself dry. Why? <laughs> Uh, the, well, maybe... Oh, if you're on Dormammu. Dormammu's, yep. Hey, hey, I like we both thought at the same time. Great minds bred of like. <laughs> Are you okay? Uh, strong. But the enemy character drops all objective tokens it is holding. Move the Brother Daniel Oof. token to that character. While that character has the Brother Daniel token, it cannot interact with, hold, or contest objectives. <sighs> awesome. That is brutal. That is brutal. So good. I really... Quicksilver. Right. No, 
I'd rather I'd rather be caught in bear traps, actually. <laughs> um, Do both. Why not? Oh, that's super true. <laughs> Uh, I love this uh, because there are very few counters to say criminal syndicate outside of beating criminal syndicate to death to make sure they're injured and their affiliation ability doesn't work. Mm. The fact that you can make them not be able to hold things at all and they immediately drop stuff is super cool. And it covers the gamut. Cannot interact with hold or contest Mm -hmm. objective tokens. Like you can't do anything to score points. Yeah. Forget it. And the fact that it's a superpower not as a result of an attack. The fact that you can move up to someone, use it, pick it up, and then leave yeah. like without using anything special or waiting for wilds to be able to use a steel rush over this way or making sure that you roll a crit and a wild so that you can dash or velocity after the attack. <laughs> I Yeah, possession, this is his bread and butter here. Mm-hmm. Throw that Brother Daniel token on it and just make your opponent mad. Yeah. I, I'm going to be so pissed the first time you do this to me. Just be like, no! <laughs> he was holding three hammers! Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah, for real. Um, His next superpower is Spiritual Strength. This costs three. Uh, It is a throw where you can throw a trained feature or enemy character, both of size two or less, within range two, and throw it small. Unless Dr. Voodoo has the Brother Daniel token, then you can choose a terrain feature or enemy. uh... Oh, it actually doesn't say enemy. just says you may choose a terrain feature size three or less within two and throw it instead. Oh, yeah. All right. So you're not throwing big boys, but you can throw big things. I mean, the vast majority of characters are size two, so having that not increase isn't a huge deal. How many but, characters did you have that were size two in our game? On our game on Monday, I had one, one out of five, yes. Uh, but still, I mean, it's not a good throw for three power. It's a pretty standard. I don't like that it only throws short and it's within two. Yeah. Unless you have the Brother Daniel token. Still within two. The thing is, is... It's not a good throw. Here's why it's okay, though. It is expensive. It is just as much as everyone else's medium or size three or four throws. Yeah. Um, but he's he's a different he's a different guy. He's a different colored cape. Um you want to be kind of within range two anyway to use the staff of legba. Yeah. So I mean yeah. if you've got the power, I mean it should I don't be know. two though. I'd rather spend that I mean at the person if you're whoever you're doing this to doesn't have an objective token so it's not worth it to possess them throwing a size three terrain is always good strength you know four automatic damage before the dodge is great yeah if you want to do damage with this guy and you're in range for staff of legba and spiritual strength he's gonna do some damage yeah i mean it's gonna cost six power but and yeah and that's that's the trade-off there because really realistically the spiritual strength should be two power and, and then that for size two within two throw small, that's not a good throw. That's I, the vast majority of the time. It's not going to be worth three damage. Right. You, I mean, when are you going to do that instead of spirit venom? I guess if you're doing against somebody like somebody from well, this mystic, instead of spirit venom, you don't have has, to. It's not an action. So it is a bonus. Yeah. And if you're going up against somebody that has uh, worse physical defense compared to mystic, like yeah. a lot of these mystic releases. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, hitting uh, Hood with a car instead of hitting him with Spirit Venom, sure. Mm-hmm. Unless he's, he's possessed side, then you want to hit him with Mystic. I mean, or not. Just hit him. <laughs> I mean, because it's oh, fair. It is an enemy effect. So oh, it's, it's Cassandra Nova take. with her two physical defense, but a bunch of... But only if MC1 Gamer, uh, shout out to uh, ban oh. you from being able to use uh, his collision or her collision power. There's not many instances where you'd rather do spiritual strength than spirit venom he can't have everything amazing right he's not medusa (laughs) true (laughs) 
His last uh, power is a reactive called Recall Spirit, cost two. Uh, when this character is targeted by an attack, it may use a superpower, move the Brother Daniel token to this character from anywhere. Which means... If you clone Dr. Voodoo... No. You're right. <laughs> I, I know where you're going with that. He can't, he still can't have it because he didn't start the game with it. But it says from anywhere, Dan. But then his other rules. It could be from outside it. the game. He can't have it. Outside the game is anywhere. I mean, that's true. But then Spirit of Brother Daniel overrides it. Uh, MC, Overruled. <laughs> MZ1 in the chat does bring up a great point that uh, AMG has done a very good job um, effectively with cloning banks in the game. If there is something very big like that Brother Daniel token, something that's really part of the character all the time. Loaded. Loaded token, vital to Hydra Bob as a character. Yeah. Um, in the comics, he always had a big missile on him. That was his thing. They called it should have called him Missile Bob. Anytime you saw him in something, it was like, wow, there's Hydra Bob, and he's carrying a big missile. Uh huh. Sure. Um, I haven't read anything with him in it. No, he, he a lot of the time it was mostly just carrying Deadpool's extra organs that got blasted out of him during fights, like in his uh, utility belt. <laughs> of course he was, but. I love him. I think he's awesome. He's a great four. Yeah. Uh, it. I love the niche stuff that they're doing with him. Um, in, in the chat, too, they called out that uh, Dr. Voodoo was kind of the sleeper of all these Mystic releases. Oh, Granted, yeah. We haven't seen a, a lot of the other ones so far, but he is solid. Even never putting that Voodoo to, or brother, brother Daniel token on people. Four, four, six. Yeah. I mean, have him melee. Who cares? No one's going to be able to do anything to him. I mean, if he's got... Four power you throw or or you probably want a little bit more you throw brother you possess somebody to make them drop all their stuff mm-hmm. you can just take it right back and then pick up their objectives right and then and then be a tank with four four six well and that's the thing is you don't really need to even recall spirit afterwards as far as making sure that when your turn is over you have the brother daniel token on you again you're using the staff of legba on someone mm. zotting the ever living hell out of them after putting the brother daniel token on them to do all sorts of other things you know what i mean when, when Dr. Voodoo runs up to the Hulk, who's holding three hammers, Ugh. and he puts the Brother Daniel token on him, and he picks up those three hammers, and then he beats you with a Staff of Legba, which is then a 10-strength attack where every wild is doing automatic damage through, <laughs> and he just one-shots the Hulk. And then the Brother Daniel token just comes back to him. And he's like, hey, thanks. Yeah, great, sweet. Yeah, uh, I, I like him a lot. Um, he's going to be one of those characters that the first time I use him, I'm going to be like, I didn't do that right at all. But I had fun with him. Yeah. Because he's going to be crazy. Kind of like Sinister the first time I used him. I don't think I'd used him poorly, but it was like, mm, I'm, I don't quite figure him out yet. Yeah. Uh, I really like Dr. Voodoo. I, if you want to see how to play Dr. Mr. Sinister poorly, check out our game from earlier this week where I did the one thing I told myself poorly. I wouldn't do. Well, I, I ran him up the middle. Uh, yeah, you did. I was hungry for that Kree power core. And uh, you did get it eventually. I did get it eventually. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I like him a lot. He seems really, really neat. I mean, I was already going to get this box, mm-hmm. but seeing this card is like, I'm not one to go after, like, oh, this power character looks so powerful, I'm going to use them all the time. He just looks cool. I yeah. love the Brother Daniel um, shtick. Yeah. I think it's really neat. I think he, he's going to play No, the shtick is the Staff of Legba. <laughs> it's actually a really big shtick that he's yeah, holding. He is holding a big shtick. Uh, it's got like little goblin heads on it too. I didn't notice before. That's cool looking. Uh, yeah, he looks 
really cool. This looks like a great box for just different characters. Mm -hmm. It's not the lizard. They're not basic. They don't do one thing. (laughs) Right. Two things. They don't just hit you and throw stuff at you. They do all kinds of crazy stuff. And I love it. To to me, this is the probably the coolest box out of uh, out of the mystic set. Granted, Strange and Clea will probably be something really cool, but there's not one I'm more excited for than this box. I did watch most of the, they played the Dormammu Ultimate Encounter, which looks really cool. Yeah. Oh, you actually get minions in this one? All right. Uh, And uh, Like new minions? Well, no, like you you get Dormammu and I think you get either, they had, um, I think you get six threat of minions or something like that. Oh, okay. They had Crystal and Hawkeye. I don't know exactly how they got those, but... I might even specify two, three threat. I don't know. So similar. Um, what was the other one? Were oh the Thanos one? Were you get like minions later on. Yeah. yeah. But on that stream, uh, Will Schick did confirm that Clea is three. Threat, okay. Which is interesting. I don't know anything about her from the comics. I'm really excited to see what she does. I was kind of hoping she'd be another two threat mystic. You just, just want to keep women down, and that. No, I, I want more variety in the. But they have Wong, so they already have a two point in the in the in the convocation. So. Yeah. Okay, another three. Good, because this Doctor Strange is probably gonna be five or six again. What if? I love. What if the Doctor so Strange is two? Why he's the super sorcerer supreme? But because it's funny, Dan. <laughs> it's funny, but it's dumb. Right, he just has flight and a single power blast attack, and that's it. <laughs> I don't see that happening. But I don't it's not either. Possible, but what if? Oh, but seriously, do you think he's going to be a five or a six? Four. I think he's going to depower. I think he will be depowered. But he, this one is Doctor Strange, Sorcerer Supreme. Allegedly, they've they yeah. That's that just he means is. it's Doctor Strange with taco with a uh, tomato and sour cream. That's it. That's all he has. <laughs> I really hope he has a superpower where he gets mace hands. To punch things. Yeah. Like World War Hulk. Oh, I thought you meant like it was two cans of mace on his hands and he could just like spray people. They're like with mace. spiked balls. Got, oh, that makes more sense. I mean, he like gave up his hands, I think, to Dormammu to get more power to, to fight Hulk when Hulk came and like took over the world after Planet Hulk. Yeah. World, world War Hulk. It was cool. Kind of rad. Punch. Mage punching people. Yeah. He's got magic mace hands. Yeah. Like magic guns. All right. <laughs> So what you're saying is he didn't need the magic mace hands. He could have done anything that he wanted to the whole time. Probably. His pure, the power was really in himself. Yeah. Which was a demon inside. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was from Dormammu, but don't quote me on that. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I kind of... I'd rather have a weaker Doctor Strange. But we're getting so many mystics here that it's just like, what's he going to do different? <laughs> How's he going to be different from Doctor Strange? Right. And the six other mystic people we got in this. And we, and just, we just got, got Dean and Cassandra Nova. That both had the same psionic bolt attack as their builder. The same as MODOK. Mm-hmm. I don't remember Ebony Moss because nobody uses him. Wow. <laughs> I can't I mean, believe he wasn't in the power bottom 10 now that I think about it. People hate Ebony Maw. I think when uh, when you run Black Order... In a roster. Oh, you got to take all five of them. You might as well. That's another one where why aren't Gamora and Nebula, or at the very least Nebula, on that roster? They really There's still be. only five of them. They that really one drives me be. crazy. And none of them are on any other affiliation. So if you run Black Order in a roster, you have to have those five, and then your other five are going to be something else. Proxima should be on the A-Force. <laughs> and... Yeah. Corvus, Ebony Maw, Black Dwarf, and Proxima 
should also, and Thanos, should all be on the Defenders. Why is that? Because during the incursion events, they defended Earth 616, <laughs> specifically our universe, against every other incoming uh, universe. Okay. Like the Illuminati gave them Wakanda so they would do it. Oh, I remember you talking about this. I never read that event. It's called Incursion? Uh, it was the, it was the lead up to the second Secret Wars. Oh, I forget exactly okay, what the event yeah. was called. I read a little bit of the very end of that when it was like, everybody's dying. And then it was like, yeah. oh, the universe is coming back with the, it was like 616 and the ultimate universe ended up melding together. Right? Those were the final two. Yeah. yeah. So the, all these worlds were smashing into one another and they could kind of tell when the next one was going to happen. And Thanos and the Black Order came and were like, yeah, we also don't want to die. <laughs> Give us Wakanda. And the Illuminati, including Black Panther, was like, yeah, okay. And Black Panther was like, no, we're not doing that. We're not going to give them Wakanda. They're like, no, it's fine. Black Panther is cool. It's cool. It's okay. Don't worry about it. So yeah, they, that seems like such a cool storyline that I just didn't read at the time it was for some reason. just insanely good because it's it's Thanos and the Black Order going to a world where everyone's mutants and then murdering them all and blowing up the planet before it could collide with ours. <laughs> or a planet where everyone's Howard the Duck and killing them all. <laughs> Oh, poor Howard the Duck. And blowing it up before it exploded into ours. I got to read that on uh, Marvel Unlimited? Yeah. Is that what it's called? Yep. There we go. <laughs> Too many U names out there. I get confused sometimes. So I did come up with some new characters that I would like to see. No way. I posted them on the Discord earlier. You did? Yep. You might have missed it. Uh, I didn't think you responded because you were annoyed with what I said. No, I was at the... The county fair with kid taking her to do stuff, so I missed some things. So I have one, oh, two, yeah, I did three, see this. Four, I did ignore it. Five, six, I remember now. Six new characters. Uh huh. Uh, the top six ice-based characters in the Marvel universe. <laughs> we have Blizzard, naturally. Jack Frost, mm. a frost giant from Nibelheim. Just a frost giant. Yeah. Uh, Luna Snow. Is she even a real character? In the, she's not even in 616, is she? She is in 616. Wasn't she made up for like an app, like a game or something? Yeah, in 616. I don't know. I didn't look into it. Maybe I mean, she's, she's got ice power, so cool. And Ymir. Uh, he's dope. And actually, one the only actual legitimate one that I felt like was on this list. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The power phase. She caused the schism. She was part of that for sure. Mm. Um, She's kind of neat because she has fire and ice powers. She does. She was like crystal without the earth and wind. Yeah. And a mutant instead of inhuman. And she had like the cool colored eyes at one point too. Like one was always going blue and one was red. I think so. I remember her hanging out with like Herb Glob Herman. <laughs> I love Glob Herman so much. And armor. And a knoll probably. And a knoll and the electric one too. I think her name is Nico, but yeah, I think so. well, Surge, Surge, that's her name. They had two Nikos. I think so. Because there was Nico Miring too. Yeah, right. Uh, I'm gonna look it up now while we're the staff of one girl. I loved her. She was yeah, she's rad so as cool. hell. Uh, I would say I know I mentioned it in one of the very early episodes of the show that oh, that I would love Nico in the game. Noriko, Noriko, Noriko Ashida. There you go. I was close. She's like part of a crime family or something like that, too, right? I don't remember. I always thought she was kind of cool. She got those cool gauntlets that would like help her channel her electric powers. Yes. She was neat. What was that? Um, because I read a bunch of that series that she came that 
she started and she was like the the focus character. Can't remember. I can't remember either. It's like X Men Generations or something like that. Um, but Mitch let us know that uh, that storyline where all the worlds are colliding was called Time Runs Out. Wow, I completely forgot that time runs out. Mm-hmm. Huh. <laughs> Elemental Raccoon in the chat says Iceman. Yeah, uh, Iceman is my favorite superhero. So Tim loves uh, just running with stick about not including him because we got Cassandra Nova before Iceman. I would not have put money on that. I would have put money on Cassandra Nova never coming out. Yes, absolutely. But I certainly would never have put ducats on the table for Cassandra Nova coming out before Iceman. Ever founding X Men, like, come on, I want Iceman so bad. <laughs> I will say, and I, I may have made this argument before that Cassandra Nova is technically biologically part of the founding X Men. Uh, kind of, she's like an alien life form that bonded with Xavier yeah. uh, as a Mamundry, so she was part of him, yeah, so she's part of the founder. Yes. So he's a founding X-Man. Sure. We did it. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm still trying to find the name of that book that Surge and them like came out in and I can't find it. Does that anybody in the chat know? It's a great question. It's driving me crazy. She, her first appearance was the New Mutants Volume 2, number 8, in January 2004, but that's not the book I'm thinking of, and it's driving me crazy. I can't remember the name. Is that the one where they brought Husk back and stuff too? Or who was the girl that could like turn into a silver plane or something? Isn't that, isn't she Mercury? Yeah. Yep. All right. X-Men. Oh, Academy. It was just called New X-Men Academy X. Okay. Right? Looks like it. Academy X sounds familiar now. Probably have them upstairs in my comic boxes somewhere. Uh, I don't think I have any I, uh, uh, last. I think last time I was on, I talked about I want more spider rogues because I think he has the best rogues gallery. Vulture. Scorpion. Yeah, I love Scorpion. I want that guy. I never heard of him before until there was a. Um, a new Spider-Man event. All like all of his rogues are coming together to go after. Him. Yeah. And I saw this dude that looks like a Stega uh, Stegosaurus and his name's Stegron. I want that dude now. Yeah. Also, Rhino is a classic. Watch that be another uh, super twist where we get Stegron before we get Rhino. Yeah, right. Where they're like, oh, we have a guy. He's part of the Spider-Man's rogues gallery. He's got a horn. He runs into things. It's Stegron. The big orange dinosaur man. Yeah. I'd be okay with that. He looks super cool. Uh, I would love MCU Vulture because I think he looks rad as hell. I'd actually prefer that one over Comic Vulture for yep. this game. Like, I don't have a problem with Comic Vulture, but he looks kind of goofy with his yeah. like frill. I mean, it looks more like a Vulture, but MCU Vulture was awesome. He really was. And I mean, just Michael Keaton just nailed that role. I mean, if there's a man that could play a Birdman, it's Michael Keaton. <laughs> oh, Sandman, uh, Mitch says in the chat. That's a good one, too. I love Sandman. I always forget about Hydro Man as well. Yeah, he's kind of cool. Um, I mean, he was kind of bootleg Sandman or whatever, but I remember him yeah. having a big arc and clone stuff uh, in the Spider-Man animated show. I want Kane. Oh, yes. I love the look of Kane from the Clone Saga. Uh, that's who I did my Spider-Man as, was uh, Kane Parker. No, not that not oh. that one. 
We talked about this on here before where he wears like blue and he has like the webbing over it kind of like current looks like carnage. Oh, okay. And then he wears like a purple cape and he has like a, this weird blue mask. Oh, yeah. You showed me a picture of him. Yeah, he's cool. But he's not Kane Parker. Uh, unless that was what he was doing. He's before. not the other Scarlet Spider. I think he's still Kane Parker. It was just before he tried to like be Spider-Man. Oh, fair. He was just Kane. And he looks dope. I mean, he's super 90s. But oh yeah, I just thought he looked. I always thought he looked awesome. Yeah, I'd have him on my MySpace top eight. <laughs> just you know, and another web warrior. I don't know how he'd be different than others. I don't remember enough about him. I just remember he looked cool. Here's one that I don't want. I don't want MCU slash Sony Universe Electro. The um, Jamie Fox Electro. Yeah, I think blue. the the all blue face thing just looks so stupid. I I don't know what it is. It just. It's dumb looking. Yeah, he, whenever I see that in things, I'm like, oh, no, it's not Iceman. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, and Shocker. You don't want Shocker? I do want Shocker. Oh, yeah. Mm, yeah. I mean. Can we get a uh, Shocker Scorpion box, please? That would probably be the box. Oh, my God. That would be so great. Well, Shocker could be our first one threat. <laughs> unless they do the MCU thing. And because in the MCU, at least currently, Scorpion and Vulture kind of have a connection. So them having... Um, yes, a box would be cool. I also want um into the Spider Verse variants. A lot of people want uh, Olivia Octavia. Yeah, as the uh, like another like another leader for Spider Foes. Mm-hmm. Um, and just a different Doctor Octopus. There's also a lot of call for a Superior Spider Man Doctor Octopus. Oh my God! Yes, right. Uh, people would love that. I just any anything else from the Spider Man. Give it to me. We got three different Spider-Mans already. G- give me all the rogues. Yeah. I love Spider-Man's rogue gallery. Give me into the Spider-Verse Kingpin. Huge body, yes. tiny, tiny head. I love that. And he was so awesome. He was. If you uh, Anybody watching, if you haven't seen Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse yet, I mean, what have you been doing the last few years? Yeah. It's probably definitely one of the best comic movies ever. For it's real. fantastic. And what a sleeper, too. They did, like, no advertising for it. I remember messaging you being like, hey, the Spider-Man movie comes out this week. You want to go see it? And I was like, like, oh, that is? What? Sure, I'll go see that. And we were blown away. Blown away. We brought the kids to it. I don't even care if they liked it or not. I adored it. I've loved it like five times since. Mm-hmm. Other than um, like Thor Ragnarok, it's probably the, the like Marvel type movie I've watched the most. Yeah, for so good. For sure. My son was super into that movie. It was on nightly. All, and, all of the, the the all the redesigns in that were so good. Mm-hmm. I love the look of Scorpion in that. Yeah. Um, we already said the the new Doctor Octopus, uh, Prowler. Yeah. And his like theme music mm-hmm. uh, gives me chills every time. It's so good. Yeah. Like regular Prowler, you look at from the comics, you're like, oh, he's stupid. Give me that Prowler with his big claws and stuff. He looks great. And granted, I'm not the biggest fan of Ultimate Universe uh, Green Goblin, the the big hulking monster one. Like, it's cool or whatever, but it's not my particular vibe for him. That Um, was cool. It was different, though. I like that. Yeah. (laughs) Elemental Raccoon says, one of the greatest films, never mind animation. Fair. Yeah, absolutely spot on. Absolutely spot on. Just one of the best movies ever. I totally mm-hmm. agree. I love that movie so much. Spider-Man Noir would be a super cool figure, too. Yes. Spider-Man with a gun. Mm. Magic gun. No, no. Not a magic gun. No, he has the same guns as the hood. They're also not magic. <laughs> I also wouldn't mind if we get a different Green Goblin down the line. I would love to see Ultimate Green Goblin. 
Yeah. I always loved that look uh, where he was this big dude and he just like threw fireballs instead of pumpkin bombs. Like yeah. he just made fireballs in his hands and <laughs> threw it. So cool. I want to see pre-weight loss Ned as Hobgoblin. In the comics, Ned, Ned. at one point, no, uh, Spider-Man's friend. There was actually Ned in the comics? I well, he was him up for it, the movies. Nope. Uh, so he was uh, Miles' friend in the comics. Oh, okay. So I want to okay. see the MCU version pre-weight loss as Hobgoblin. I love Ned. Why I would do he too. be Hobgoblin? Uh, because he became Hobgoblin at one point in the Ultimates. Oh, universe. spoiler. For like 10-year-old comic. <laughs> I mean, longer than that. It was probably... Oh, yeah, 10 years would have been 2011. Yeah. Spider-Man died. Oh, that and... would have been around the time Miles came out, like became a yeah. character, I think. I think Spider-Man died in like 06, 08, didn't he? No, because, well, I read a lot of Ultimate Spider-Man in college, like torrented because I couldn't afford anything at the time because yep. I was in college in America, so we had no money. Um, yeah, this is in Lead Eight Showdown. We actually need to be somewhat factually accurate with our comic <laughs> book references. You guys got wrecked in the discord for that episode host joe janeiro came on and he was like you're wrong listen that's what that show's about though <laughs> bringing people together in hate for us right i mean it sparked this sparked discussion in the discord that's for sure mm -hmm. uh but i remember st i stopped reading that because i didn't have access to that same torrent after college was over and i didn't read any more <laughs> ultimate spider-man yeah. but i love the idea of miles morales i i really wish Disney had like had the balls to not do Peter Parker for a third time. I love Tom Holland. I yeah. think he nails the role better than anybody ever before. Mm -hmm. I wish they had done Miles Morales instead. Yeah. Just because he's great. He's an awesome character. Mm -hmm. And I think the MCU needs more of that anyway. But so, yeah, in the Ultimates uh, line, at one point, Ned gets like mind controlled into becoming the Hobgoblin for a little while. Oh, interesting. But, but yeah. But yeah, I want more Spider-Man rogues to answer your the question you didn't ask 20 minutes ago. Who who else is there? Because there's <laughs> there's just so many. He's got a ton of rogues. Still I mean, man, you could have obviously we do bring something up a lot. With Chameleon. I don't yeah. really know what how he would work in the game. He's not a fighter, so like you could do something where you can steal people's objective tokens and and yeah. have a lot of rerolls for defense because they're like, who are you? Long movement, a pistol. You know what I mean? Like it's it's not just make them a black little widow profile. Give them super stealth. Give them more rerolls. Uh, give them mystiques. He can't be targeted by other people's um, reactives or tactics cards on his turn. Right. And uh, a rapid fire pistol. Yeah. And punch. You know, just a, his builders just punch. Yeah, it's a uh, range one <laughs> like uh, tiny Ant-Man. Yeah. Strength three, uh, no power. And he gains one power after the attack is performed. <laughs> but Do you want to see more symbiotes like anti-venom and riot and scream and agony and misery and other ones I can't remember. I do want to see anti-venom. I think he's kind of I don't know much about him, but he looks cool. So he is. Super rad. Uh, Eddie Brock tries to give up Venom at, at one point, and <sighs> this whole thing happens where I forget exactly how it works, but another part of Venom gets saved and then back to him and helps him like cure his disease or addiction or something. And it's a spinoff of Venom that only wants to heal people, wants to eliminate uh, corruption. 
So the first thing it tries to do is kill the hell out of Spider-Man because his blood is radioactive. So it tries to pull that radiation out of his blood, almost killing him. <laughs> That's um, so cool. It is so cool because it's just that whole, I'm helping, I'm helping. Stop struggling, sir. I'm trying to save you. So like, is anti, does anti-venom like possess somebody like Venom and Eddie Brock or is he just a symbiote on his own? He's just, uh, no, he he was with Eddie Brock. Oh, okay. Yep. I also want Agent Venom. Yeah. He just looks cool. Mm-hmm. On his injured side, he loses his legs again. What? Uh, Agent Venom is Flash Thompson back from the Iraq war after his legs are blown off. Oh, so he's around in a wheelchair. And what they do is they give him the, the Venom symbiote, but only in like controlled amounts so they can completely control it before it's fully bonded. So he has like a timer. Oh, that's brutal. That's like you go in, you do the mission, you get back out in one hour. The Venom symbiote is coming off you or we kill you like not or we kill you. But like that was the whole deal. OK, I want a Thunderbolts affiliation. We get anti venom or not anti venom, uh, agent venom. We get red hulk. red hulk. We get we could also go back and have like citizen V and mock yep. and Atlas, sword man, radioactive man, she mocking. She was uh, oh, songbird, the, so, songbird. That's right. From the very first Thunderbolts, we could have a yeah. couple different iterations of it. You even have multiple leaders there with citizen V and mm-hmm. who was it later? Was it agent venom? Did he lead that group? Uh, Red Hulk led it at that time. Oh, he did? So in that edition, it was Red Hulk leading with Ghost Rider, Agent Venom, Elektra, Deadpool, and Punisher. Okay. So I finally get a Punisher on an affiliation. Right? (laughs) Uh, I think you could do a really cool thing there, too, with two affiliations. Instead of making a Thunderbolts and a Dark Avengers, because the Thunderbolts became the Dark Avengers at one point. Yeah. um, You just do it with different leaders. For sure. Bring a Moonstone that can be on the Thunderbolts that is also the Dark Avengers leader or um, Iron Patriot. I was it Iron Patriot first would have to be the leader there? The field leader was Moonstone. Because... Yeah, it was uh, Norman Osborn. He's not going to let anybody else actually like pretend well, you know, be the leader. Sh- listen, she had mind control power. She might have been in power all along. <gasps> but then you get Bullseye. You get a second Bullseye. You get better Hawkeye. Like, actually, officially, on a, maybe a new model for him. <laughs> yeah, right. We get um, another Wolverine. And you could actually get a new uh, Hawkeye, too, where you get Ronan, because that's when he took on the Ronan mantle. I like Ronan a lot. Um, Ares, Dakin. I cannot wait for Ares. Matt Gargan, Venom. Yeah. Yeah. All those things. I think they do Matt Gargan, Venom instead of Peter Parker with the Venom symbiote. Okay. Because at one point in that storyline, they wanted to make, because they were building the Dark Avengers, they were like, well, Venom's too big, obviously. So they made a pill that made him smaller. So it looked like just Matt Gargan in a Spider-Man suit instead of Matt Gargan inside of a massive hulking symbiote. (laughs) There's also some incredible scenes because Matt Gargan wasn't super into eating people. Sentry. Oh, Sentry, yes. Yeah, because yeah, he was the nuclear option for them, which was mm. awesome. I did like that storyline a lot. I just don't remember it as well as you do. There were these, uh, I like that's one of, that came out like when I got back into comics and I read that so hard so many times. I have mm-hmm. the trades like um, Lindsay read it, like my, my son read it, like we all loved it. Oh, it's just we can rip Ares in half again. I'm it was Carnage he that. ripped in half, I thought. Oh, in brought, the Siege event. Oh, I Sentry read just Siege. rips Ares in half. And everybody Oof. was like, oh, he needs to go down. Yeah. And then the void. And it was super cool. There were I these like Ares a lot, though. Super cool scenes in uh, Thunderbolts leading into Dark Avengers 
where Matt Gargan and the Venom symbiote weren't super getting along. Mm-hmm. So Venom wanted to eat people and Matt Gargan wasn't about letting him do that. So you'd have Matt Gargan coming out of Venom's torso, vomiting that Venom was eating some dude's face. Oh, I, I've seen those. In, I think you've shared those. In, yeah, oh, that's brutal. Loved it. So good. And the whole bullseye is Hawkeye thing was just absolutely incredible. I love that. It was so great. Uh, I mean, when they first came out with this game, it was like, well, you know what? If they release a few, you know, multiple characters a month, they're going to have they don't have to repeat anything for years. Right. There's so Let alone much. the first six months. or whatever. Yeah, right. Um, but like different versions of the same character. We obviously we knew what was going to happen just yeah. with with the way comics work, but just like, well, and the way they clarified it in the rules, you can only have one of an alias. Right. So we knew that at some point there would be multiple versions of. Right. Yeah. They said that right from the back. And then they had the errata, the original card, because they had the wrong name on Black Widow's card. Yes. It said Natasha Romanova instead of Romanoff. Oh, something like that. Are they different people? It's supposed to be the same. Uh, alias oh, okay. on Black Widow and Black Widow Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Oh, for the rule. I see. Yeah, it's supposed oh, okay. to be the same ones. They errated it. They're both Natasha Romanoff. Okay. Uh, but the, just how much they, different things they can have. Like, the, there's there's such a wide variety that yeah. we can have in this game that it's like, I'm going to need to empty out another shelf of my display cabinet. Pretty it's soon. getting to that point. I just sleeved all my character cards uh, over the weekend. And I was like, there's a ton here. Like already. I lost count. I think we're at like 70 or something. Yeah. Yep. So. <laughs> Mitch says nothing matters. None of those other things matter until we get Rogue, Nightcrawler, Colossus, and Juggernaut. Yeah, those are the only X-Men I think we need left. I mean, the fan base is going to riot if we don't see Juggernaut before a year since he was put on that card put on that yeah like colossus yeah everybody loves colossus we've only seen we only knew he was in the game like six months ago or something juggernaut november will be a year yes speaking up <laughs> no picture speaking up this is super important we should have done this earlier should have talked about this what? so we could have been more prepared oh huh? what do you think the big announcements will be at mini extravaganza this year I mean, if they don't show Juggernaut and Colossus. I think Juggernaut and Colossus are locks for me. They are absolutely going to be there at Mini Extravaganza. And I, we will see the model. We may even see the card. Maybe. I, I think we'll get a couple of cards like they did last time when mm-hmm. we got like um, Carnage and, and Mysterio. Mysterio and Amazing Spider-Man way early. And then they redacted the Amazing Spider-Man. Well, they did remove that one after a while, didn't they? Yeah. We all had it anyway. Um, I, I mean... Anything I'd like, I with Miss Marvel, I'd like to see more Inhumans to mm-hmm. give that affiliation some more choice. Yeah, they've added Beast and Ronan and Quicksilver uh, later on, which was nice. But well, I think Beast and Ronan were on there from the beginning. But they added Quicksilver. But I'd like to see Gorgon and Karnak um, and other that. There's like a mermaid guy that looks kind of cool. I think he's Triton or something like yeah. that. I forget his name, but. I could see somebody being packed with Miss Marvel or she could be a leader for like, I think it's the secret warriors. Yeah. Leader of So maybe she'll come with like kid Nova, oh, which I Alex know you Ryder, would love. Nova, yeah. Um, or, or that's not Alex Ryder. I can't no, remember who maybe it is. Alex is the Rick Ryder is the older one. Alex right. Ryder is the younger one. Yeah. I like um, kid Nova. So I could see that. Uh, or I would love to see Fantastic Four. I know Chuck is big on Fantastic Four I, isn't coming until the start of year four. I think we will see 
So this will be my declarative statement. I think that we will see Doom or the Fantastic Four at Mini Extravaganza this year. You know what's more? I could definitely see that. I hope so. I, I think that's Doom. that's the next big obvious reveal. Fin Fang Foom. Dormammu sized. Right. Over uh, here. Uh, I could definitely see a bunch of boxes that people will bitch about of uh, Eternals. I think so. They I, haven't done a ton of time with movie stuff. Mm-hmm. Very little, really. I mean, Black the Black Widow, Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. came out around the time the first Black Widow was supposed to come out. Right. But they really haven't done a lot. Like, we're not getting a Shang-Chi model in time for the movie. Correct. So, like, a lot of people, I see that a lot on Facebook. We're like, oh, no, they're going to wait for the movie to do that. And like they haven't yet. So what makes you think they're going to do that in the future? It's not really tied together. So, like, I could see that potentially happening. Nobody cares about the Eternals, though. Yet. No one cared about the Avengers until they started making those movies. That's pretty true. So, and the X-Men were still the thing. Yeah. So I could see them having a couple boxes of Eternals. Person, I don't really want that because I don't know about those characters. I just want Iceman before anything else. But like. <laughs> you just removed a comment from the chat because he mentioned a particular character. I don't want to say because then he'll remove me from my own basement. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know if that was going to work or not. MC1 Gamer, I'm sorry. Uh, you mentioned wanting Squirrel Girl, and I just removed the comment from chat. <laughs> he followed up by saying if they announced Squirrel Girl, he would be sad. Oh. I think it's a matter of time. Can I undelete that? Nope. No. What else right. do you think would be added to Fantastic Four affiliation? Iceman. He was a Fantastic Four. <laughs> Uh, Spider-Man will be on there. Anyone I'm, that was I'm part serious, of this. So he was. I, was a whole comic about it. I know. <laughs> Spider-Man. Uh, Spider-Man, Lady Wolverine. Uh, She-Hulk? She was at some point, I'm sure. Did you say Man-Thing? A, a Lady Thing. Oh, Lady Thing. I don't thing. remember what her name was, but there was a, a Lady Thing at one point. Was that there? Was on there. I'd like to get those rocks off. <laughs> God. Um, but yeah, I think. What am I seeing of Franklin Richards? I don't yeah. know what he would do in game, but strength eight summons the Herald of Galactus. Or it summons Galactus as his Herald. Do you think Silver Surfer would be on the affiliation or just part of that big release of Fantastic Four? Because I would love to see Silver Surfer. That's a really good question. I think he would be part of the release. I don't think he would be part of that affiliation. I think he would probably be part of his. I think he'd be Punisher, kind of his own. On yeah. Nothing. I like. Um, we need better Ray Bill too. Bantha Ray Bell, uh, yeah. Ray Bell, I always say his name wrong. Uh, he would be dope. I like him a lot. Yeah, me too. Meek and Korg would be super cool. Oh, yes, please. I want Meek and Korg. I'd even be fine with MCU version of Meek and Korg. Yeah. I really like the comic version of Meek more oh, than MCU, but I like... Especially if you gave him a transformation. You start out as King like... Meek. <sighs> King Meek! But I really lo- I much prefer MCU version of Korg mm-hmm. over comic easily. So give me, give me a little bit of both. Yeah. Either way, he'll be painted purple. So right, yeah. Just reskin uh, Baron Zemo without the reroll mechanics as a two threat and make it meek, and you're good to go. It's just knives, you know. You're good. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, this is the only problem with it, it was just me and you on the show. We just ended up talking about comics for That's an hour true. and a half, That's the two hours. Um, <laughs> Which I don't think I mean, we haven't gotten uh, crap about it yet. So That's true. Uh, that said, uh, we should we should close this bad boy down. Dragon Man. Um, Dragon Man. For Fantastic Four affiliation. Who is Dragon Man? You never heard of, He's a big purple dragon man. He's got a really big head. 
When they did the Future Foundation, he was a huge part of that. Search Dragon Man real quick. You'll like it. I would prefer not to. <laughs> but I will. <laughs> Dragon. I just thought of that one. Uh, Man. Jocasta, maybe they'll announce. I don't know if it, maybe there's a hyphen in there. I'll just type Ben Marvel. Yeah, that'll help. He's a big. Oh, yeah, I've seen this guy before. And he's like super duper smart, too. Yeah. He's got a real big bulbous head. This looks like a character that you would like. <laughs> he's just so weird and he's kind of stupid looking. I love it. Um, he looks like Lockjaw or um, Lockheed, Lockheed. But like if he was a huge buff dude. Yeah. <laughs> so is he just beast with wings effectively? He's a big, I strong, guess, smart guy. Yeah, I think so. I don't know a ton about him, but I'd love to see a model of him in here. I want a dragon man now. That's my number two. That's now my number two request. Iceman, Dragon Man, Nightcrawler, Colossus, Kitty Pride. I mean, Link. with Dragon Man, at least you're putting uh, characters <laughs> in there that are more likely to happen before Iceman. So you're uh, Yeah, we'll probably get Dragon better. Man before Iceman with the way they pick weird stuff. How stoked would you be? What what do you what's your over under if Iceman will be announced in mini extravaganza this year? Honestly, I think he's got a decent shot. Above a thirty percent? Ugh, I want it to be that. I think I think we're going to get spot. more X-Men because, I mean, they're a huge part of the range. Mm -hmm. I mean, they even have their own little moniker on the box. Like, this is X-Men because people love X-Men. Right. I could see, because well, we know Colossus is coming. I want Colossus and Nightcrawler box or Colossus and Kitty Pride. Mm -hmm. So I could see, like, maybe a Nightcrawler Iceman box if we get Colossus and Kitty Pride. Or even Iceman and Kitty Pride. They were a couple at one point. Yeah. Um, for whatever reason, in my head, Colossus and Nightcrawler are a box. Yes, like, for sure. I, I totally agree. Juggernaut be on his own because he's a big boy. Mm -hmm. uh, I definitely I know a lot of people want Iceman and Angel or Iceman and Archangel. Yeah, as a box to, mm -hmm. to finally get the rest of the original members, please. Yep. Yeah. Um, uh, and then we're only missing one character from the original X Men arcade game, and that's Dazzler. Sure. So Dazzler. Dazzler Jubilee box, the highest selling box of all time <laughs> has specifically an innate power where if Black Bolt uses Whisper, he just dies. Because <laughs> in X-Men uh, versus uh, in humans, Dazzler's power is controlling oh, yeah, and yeah, 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 yeah. sound. So I was looking at the chat for a second. I got and, and lost what you said there. Uh, I don't. So Jason Farley says, do we really expect more mutants again this year? I think we'll get some. I don't think that'll be like a big announcement. Yeah. If they do a, like a big thing like they did last year with that video that Tim and I lost our minds about last summer, I think it'll be more like Fantastic Four that's, or something like that to kick off another affiliation. That's a big deal. Yes. And it's mostly because I think that's the last one, the last really, really, really big one, because in Eternals will not get that response. People will be like, I mean, cool, I guess. I guess. There's some models I might actually skip. Yeah, Vampire Jubilee. Four. I'd be okay with that. With, a, the Midnight with her Suns. dragon kid or vampire kid? Ooh, great question. <laughs> but, yeah, I agree. I don't think we'll see a big X-Men release. I think we will see some X-Men, but that will not be the title of the show. You know Splash what I mean? release, yeah. Yeah. Fing Fang Foom, though, strong contender. I'm, I'm, yeah, okay. I, I like almost anything that they're going to come out with. Yeah. There are very few things that I'd be like, nah, I'm not going to get that. 
Because this MCP has basically become like 80% of my game budget. The other part of it is RPG books for WFRP and Pathfinder. The main character that I am expecting to be in... Shang-Chi. M-Chi. Well, she's from uh, Shang-Chi. Aquafina's character, Katie, uh, will absolutely be an MCP at You have to look point. up what her character's name is? Yes. I don't know anything about it. Uh, I, I wouldn't be surprised if we got a Shang-Chi slash Mandarin yeah. box or something like that. Or yep. what was that guy with the sword arm? Sword Man. I just saw his name on there for a second. Razor something. Oh, Razor Fist? Razor Fist. I could see that as a box maybe. But again, they haven't been doing releases to tie in with the movies as much. So get an abomination. Oh, can we get can we get uh, MCU Wong and Shang-Chi? Because MCU Wong is way better than Wong we have. Yeah. Yeah, very, very much so. Uh, I would I would really like that Wong. I just love that his name's Benedict Wong, the actor. It, it almost so seems good. made up, doesn't it? it? It seems too perfect, but I like it a lot. Uh, classic Hellfire Club. Yeah. A, uh, what can I, Sebastian Shaw? I love Sebastian Shaw. Harold Price. Make everybody heavy. Is it Harold? No, Price is the android. Yeah. Harry Leland. Harry Leland is the one that makes the increases their gravity's pull on you and makes you fall through floors. Is Gravitron, or is that someone else? No, I think that's somebody else. Um, but yeah, all those other old Brotherhood people, Avalanche Pyro. I want an Avalanche Pyro box. Yeah, they already had Toad. I would put Toad with Blob likely, but I could see Blob being his own, yeah. or like Pyro and Juggernaut and Avalanche and Blob. Oh, Blob, potentially something like that. I would love Blob. Blob would be so awesome. Emma Frost would be a good one too. I don't know if you knew this or not. This is kind of like some underground X-Men knowledge I'm oh. about to drop. Oh. Nobody can move the blob. <gasps> mm-hmm. Oh, man. That's true. So. I yeah. hated the blob as a kid because I was like the only not like superhero looking character. Because, you know, I was a chubby kid. Yeah. Pudgy, yeah. roly-poly kind of kid. I was like the only one. That doesn't have the superhero physique is the fucking blob. Yeah. The only one I can relate to for physique wise is the blob. Mm -hmm. Thanks. I want somebody. Yeah, it took years before we could identify with Glob Herman. Or Butterball. Or Butterball. I love Butterball. Or Gold Balls. Oh, I forgot. I haven't brought up Gold Balls in a while. I haven't. Oh, yeah. We need some Gold Balls. I want a Glob Herman and a Knoll box. Yeah. Friends now. Yep. Or Glob Herman, Quentin Choir would probably be more likely. Yes. Go new X-Men. Quentin Choir. Zorn. I mean, we could we could just sit here for days yeah. talking about who we want in the game. We should probably wrap this episode I, up someday. <laughs> uh, so I know Blob didn't get a whole ton of speaking lines in the 90s cartoon. But I remember for whatever reason, one struck my fancy so hard. And it was the first time I actually saw Blob in an episode. Mm. Rogue and Storm are flying over this like carnival. Yeah. And the Brotherhood attacked. <laughs> and Blob is there eating giant, like, 25-pound containers of ice cream. Yeah. And as they fly in, he's like, no, you can't have any. And then throws <laughs> the giant container of ice cream at them. What? You gave it to him. And I was like, that's... That doesn't make a, any sense. What a nice guy, you know? You can't have any, but I'm going to give it to you anyway. <laughs> but... Nothing can move the Blob. That said, boys and girls, cats and squirrels, thank you. For hanging out with us here live on YouTube for yeah. the live version of uh, Wait, Did I Roll a Wild? And if you are checking out the podcast version, thank you for listening as well. Make sure to for go sure. over and give us a follow, give us a sub, all, all that great stuff. Thank you so much, guys. 
And make sure to check us out Mondays, 7 p.m. Eastern, twitch.tv slash professional casual network for Oh Yeah, the Power Phase, where you can see us uh, fight each other. Oh, and those of you on the YouTube, if you're watching this uh, live yeah, uh, or before tomorrow, uh, Friday tomorrow uh, is the 20th of it August. It is. At 1 p.m., we're going to be streaming uh, the new Avatar Legends RPG using the quick start rules. Super excited for that. Tim's going to be playing. I'll be running it. And then we've got Jess returning. We've got Fan favorite Jess, Sarah returning. She's been uh, a couple little things that we've done. And then we have relatively new uh, Logan. Yeah. Going to be playing with us as well. Super pumped for that. I forgot about that. Thank you. <laughs> but guys, yeah, make sure to check that out right here on the YouTube tomorrow. Uh, and if you didn't, if you're listening to the podcast version, uh, head over to YouTube and catch. Uh, it'll be there. It'll be there. But all right, guys, thank you so much. Yeah, thanks. Bye. Goodbye. I'm going to go click something, but I don't need to.